Hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Pageants and Prosecco. I know it's been a minute. I've been taking a little bit of hiatus since Chesley's untimely passing, but I want to come on here right now because it's literally 11 minutes after Miss USA Pageant concluded, and I have to say, I don't know what I just watched, but I'm a little disappointed, and I'm super upset, but I have my Chardonnay right here, and I have my notes from this competition. This is my initial reaction. I'll come back on here in front of the episode for a full reaction. But let me just say that I am super disappointed that Angel did not win Miss USA. I don't know why she got fifth anything, but can we talk about the reaction to Texas winning? I think that kind of sums up where everybody was. And part two, for everybody who has pageants on national TV, can we please make this top five crowning announcements a little bit more i don't know slower the fact that we were just hit with the news that the top five i don't know the fact that you crown someone in 30 seconds before the episode is over to me is poor planning on productions and when it comes to television and you guys know i work in tv so i know how tv works but you spent two hours narrowing down 50 to 12 to 5 to 16 to 3 to questions the least you could have done is let us have some breathing room when you announce the top five that's the least you could have done um but i am not shocked that texas won i am more so shocked that illinois lost two um the rest I guess I, I guess I should say some of my just initial notes and reactions. Again, I'll come back on here probably tomorrow after I recap and watch the episode again. Um, episode, the show again. But I am in a state of shock, you guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am in a state of shock, and I don't really know how to feel. And that's why I think we need to have a little bit longer of a crowning because it's only been 13 minutes since Texas won, and I'm still kind of a little bit shooketh. My Facebook and Twitter feeds are blowing up and was commenting on my post because I called Angel winning probably 20 minutes ago. And <laughs> and it's a hot mess. And I literally posted 26 minutes ago at 847. Illinois just won. OMG. And now anyone is telling me that she didn't win. I don't need these comments in my life. Um, so first, let me say my picks. I did not watch prelims because I wasn't paying for it. That's just how that goes. But based off who I just saw in the opening, I had Hawaii, Illinois, Nebraska, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, Vermont, and District of Columbia. I personally know DC Faith from Miss Earth USA and her time in Miss Earth competing, and she did really well there. I wasn't surprised that she would do just as well here. Um... So let me see. Some of my notes just, I like the opening outfits. I don't know about wearing a bodysuit for opening number and how pageantry that is. It's more of like a Beyonce concert, but to each his own. This is a Crystal Stewart production. So if she likes it, I love it. I did like the actual outfit. I just don't know about wearing bodysuits. I don't know. I mean, I guess she wears swimsuits, but I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And then the fact that they had their interview outfits on stage. 
during the opening to me was kind of weird. But as a contestant, if I just spent all this money for an interview outfit, then yes, you are going to see this outfit more than once. So I'm not opposed to seeing what they had on for that opening introduction announcement um, for the interviews. But I'm just personally not a fan of it. I'm not, I don't have an alternative to what they could have worn, but I don't know. I don't like that. When it comes to the first impression and them just being scored yes or no before they make the top 16 and cut down the top 12, I am anti that idea totally. There's no way you can narrow down 16 to 12 by just looking at their runway walk, especially when there is no form of competition, I guess you could say. They're just walking straight. So if it's going to be a runway competition, then just say that. Say this is going to be a runway competition. But that's not what this was. It was a yes or no. And they just cut 16 to 12. There's only four girls. So what's the point of cutting to a top 12 based off the top 16 announcement runway walk? That seems kind of pointless to me. But out of the top 16, I had D.C., Ohio, Nebraska, Illinois, New Hampshire, and Texas. When they announced the top 12, I, oh, I did not put my favorite picks, but I will tell you right now, it was going to be Texas, Nebraska, New Mexico, Ohio, and Illinois. Some of the notes I took during the competition was, I did not like how they showed part of the interview during the top 16 votes, I mean, announcement. My apologies. And I felt like a lot of the interview was very highly edited. And you can see that in the jump cuts of when some of the girls were talking, that they edited the interview portion that they was going to show on TV. I don't think we need to see the interview portion on TV. I appreciate them doing, like showing that because that's one thing the audience and people who are not familiar with pageants don't know is that we do have an interview. So I do appreciate them showing the interview, but I did not like how they edited some people's interviews because it could kind of come off a little bit biased and skewed. So I'm not a fan of showing that. The venue to me looked very small for a Miss USA production. And then like, I don't know, the stages look kind of small, look kind of mid. I would say overall the word for today is mid. <laughs> it was a mid production. I love Tennessee's one-shoulder look. I am a fan of the one-shoulder look. I'm actually wearing a one-shoulder look right now as we speak. So I love that. Uh, like I said, the interviews did look edited. Specifically, Kansas's interview looked edited. And I could tell because I saw a jump cut. Uh, and I also said, if you're going to show the interview, the girl should have been mic'd up. Because there was an echo, which means they were using the nat sound of the camera that they were shooting for the interview. If they're going to use the interview clip, then the girls should have been mic'd up so they had a microphone specifically for the camera that they were shooting if they were going to show it to us later and not use just the surround sound of the room. That to me is a little bit unprofessional from a TV production standpoint. I also put that Paula Sugar looks good. I don't know what Paula did, but she looked good. It looked like a little, she got a little facial. She got something done with the face. Um, I appreciate them doing the swimsuit round before a commercial they came back and talked for a little bit i think introduced the judges and then swimsuit came before the commercial typically we don't get swimsuit before commercial so i do appreciate them not bringing us back from a commercial to give us fluff and then go back to commercial before a competition i like how they gave us swimsuit the stairs these stairs 
these stairs were killing uh, some of the girls. Killing some of the girls, specifically some in top five. Those stairs should not have been used for evening gown. They should have just had an option for the girls to walk out at the bottom of the stairs in the stage right or stage left and not have to walk down those stairs for a gown. Because I feel like that really messed some people up a lot. But people who did dominate the stairs were Texas and Ohio and North Carolina. But those stairs were not the best. Um, I did like the high-waisted swimsuit bottom option for a swim, but I did not like the color of the swimsuits, and I did not like the swimsuits really at all. They seemed, they seemed a little bit too nude for me, that pink blush color, just a little bit too nude. I'm not a fan of that. I think it needs to have more pop of color. Speaking of pop of color, evening gown also was a little bit too nude for me. What was it? Only two girls who actually had color on their gowns, and that was Ohio and Nebraska with that velvet. This nude fashion trend and gown is going to be the death of us, you guys. Like, seriously. I don't even know what to say. I don't remember what color gown Texas just had on, but I'm sure it was nude as well. But I get that it shines good on stage, but can we just bring some color back? Like, please. So I wasn't a fan of the swimsuit colors and some of the evening gown colors. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the music and the time kind of slowed down as Angel Illinois walked for a swimsuit. She knew how to work the stage, and it's just like all eyes were just on her. In the swimsuit round, also, they had no stopping pose. I don't know if you guys peeped that, but they just did a straight walking motion in a circle. They never actually stopped to pose for a swimsuit, which for me is a disservice. I do appreciate watching the girls walk, but I feel like we need to mimic Miss Universe. MS Universe stops for swimsuit, period. Not a fan, moving into evening gown. I'm not a fan of only having one designer for gowns. Giovanni is a great designer. I wore Giovanni in over the summer for Miss North America, personally. But not a fan of the girls not choosing their own designer gowns. Mainly because if you guys are on Instagram and you guys are looking at pageant gowns on IG, You'll see a lot of the best gowns, in my opinion, although expensive, are the going to be those overseas designers. Those overseas designers have the best style gowns. These American designers' gowns are just so prom looking. I just can't. I, I really can't. And Giovanni, although he had great gowns and some of the girls did have good personal style, and I hope that they were able to customize their gowns, I'm just not a fan of having just one designer. I think the girls need to have variety, and I think it shows true style because there's only so much one designer can do, if that makes sense. And to me, my favorite gowns are overseas designers, specifically the ones in Pakistan. Also for gown, I don't know why they had a sashes on. That was a little bit tacky, in my opinion, especially because there's only so many people in gown, so many other girls. They can have the title, the state, and the background, but they do not need to wear the sashes over their evening gown because these girls spent a lot of money for these gowns, and I need you to see every single sparkle and every single Swarovski's crystal on this gown, and I don't need my sash to show. And we should already know who these girls are by evening gown anyway, so there's no reason for us to have a sash on anyway. Um, I put my favorites Kansas 
and I think I just liked her gown personally. I also love Illinois' cutout gown. I love Nebraska's velvet gown, but I did see that that, that velvet gown was worn already in 2015, so we need to do a little bit better research. Also, Connecticut gown was already worn at Miss America twice in the last five, six, seven years. Although I love that gown, Connecticut, we already saw this twice on a pageant stage on a national pageant. It looked really good on her, though. Not going to lie to you. It's a great gown. I see why she chose it. But I would never, ever, ever, me personally, I would never wear a gown that has already been shown on TV. Me personally. Especially if that gown went to top five when it was previously worn by a previous person. And I believe Georgia had it on Miss America in 2014. And she went pretty far. And I would never wear a gown that someone wore making top five. Vermont was cute. Can't remember what she had on, but I said Vermont was cute. I love how they showed the apartment. I know it probably wasn't the apartment that Miss USA is going to go to, but I love how they showed the apartment for proof of concept. But that apartment looked really nice. I said, okay, apartment. I liked Miss Universe. Um, actual Miss Universe. I don't want to mess up her name. Her name's calling out her haters for fat shaming her. And her reign, that's just bogus. And I appreciate her calling them out. I don't think I've ever really heard her speak about it on a, such a huge platform like this pageant can provide her. But that's just been rude of people to like fat shame her post win. I mean, I'm sure everybody in the world will slim down to compete for Miss Universe and then binge eat afterwards because you work so hard for a goal. I'm sure you would reward yourself with what, however you reward yourself. So I probably would have done the same thing and gain weight because I won. What the hell? I won. I love the Chesley Chris shout out. You know, Chesley's um, passing hurt all of us. And it was really hard. Me and Chesley are actually around the same age. And so I do appreciate how they showed her and gave her a shout out. I would have appreciated a little montage or a package of her um, time and reign. But... I did appreciate that they gave her that recognition. And before the show, they also gave her that recognition too. All right, let's get down to the question and answer parts. The low camera angle for the Q&A at the table. I don't know why. I don't know why they have a camera below the table shooting up at the girls. That looked really bad to me. Like I said, Crystal, if you need someone who works in TV to come help out with this TV production, I'm your girl. Because not only was the low camera angle not cute, but it showed part of the table. So as if he was watching her from underneath the table. And there was three instances where they used the same camera shot at a low camera angle for this Q&A, looking up at the girls, I thought did not look cute. The questions they actually asked those girls during that time period were also kind of mid to me. Skitty jeans, food pictures, online shopping, I thought this was pageantry reimagined. Why are we talking about shopping and food pictures? Those better questions you could have asked yourself at the table at that time, not basic questions about fashion and clothes. I feel like that just really defeats the whole purpose of we're all just not about looks. When it comes to the final question, I thought some of the girls got some of the good questions. Equity and hiring, age limits, climate change, 
content creators disclosing if they should be paid under representation and entertainment. I do think some of the questions were harder than others. Like the underrepresentation entertainment was a hard question and the age limits because me personally when it comes to age limits I don't think you're too young to run for office but I do think you can't be too old to run for office I think Angel gave a great answer I don't know if she really truly believed that but I do think you can't be too old like like if you're not gonna live long enough for your policy change to be implemented you don't need to be in office shout out to Nancy and Trump and Money Mitch from Kentucky, who are in their 80s, and they're not going to even see their policies implemented. But overall, just my initial reaction was this pageant was cool. It was cool. That's all I can really say about it. I'm very upset at the results. Not going to lie to you guys. I'm from Illinois. You guys know that. Um, I'm actually back in Illinois, surprisingly, and I just wasn't a fan of how they ended the pageant. Um, opening number was cool. I like the dance number. They did it last year. That's fine to me. It's still a little bit sexy to me, but it was cool. Overall, I did not really truly see pageantry reimagined. I'm not really sure how much reimagining we can do, but I didn't see it on this competition. It didn't really look much different than previous competitions besides the Q&A at the desk situation, but we saw that last year. So I think Crystal Stewart is making her stride and making her mark, but I don't think she's really doing anything daring. I don't think she's really disrupting the industry as much as they're trying to like hype it up to be. I think that Miss USA is Miss USA. I think it's better than what it could be. But I think that, you know, to me, it just came off as a standard pageant um, with some tweaks to it that were not good. Like, it was just a regular pageant. But that top 16 to top 12, yes, no, is a no for me. The questions that they got during that Q&A period at the desk was a no to me. The Giovanni solo designer gown for evening gown is a no to me. The showing the interview is kind of a yes, no, but if it's not scored, I don't know. And I'm also curious if the, if the audience saw that too. And I did not like how they kind of muted the noise of the stadium to show us the interview. I wish they would have kept that background noise up while the girls were walking straight instead of just showing us their interview sound solo, if that makes sense. But overall, it was a good production. It moved. Um, I like the host. I'm always a fan of Zuri. I've been following Zuri for years now since, I'm not sure where she was before she got to E. But I've always been a fan of Zuri as a host. So she looked good. Love the outfit changes. There were a few missteps to me personally, but nonetheless, nothing's ever going to be perfect. All right, you guys, I will end it right here because I have, like I said, sipped out some Chardonnay in these last two hours, and I'm not going to be on here embarrassing myself. But congratulations to Texas on winning Miss USA. I cannot wait to see how she's going to do in New Orleans in the Big Easy. That's another thing, too. I don't know about Miss Universe being in New Orleans, but we'll see. 
And I will do more episodes, you guys, more frequently. I, your girl, is now employed. You know what I'm saying? I got a little job back on TV news. So my time has been limited, but I have not forgot about you guys at all. And, of course, I was not going to miss the Super Bowl of pageantry today. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.